All right, welcome back to the Dunks NBA Basketball Podcast. Today we do the Western Conference offseason recap. Did the East last week, so go to give that one a listen. We are on Spotify, Google Podcasts, and even the app Anchor. So head on to one of those three if you want to find a really cool, easy place to listen to our podcast. Um, so today we're going to talk about the uh, the Western Conference. Uh, Nick and Devin are both joining me today. I'm Luke. And we'll go over each team in alphabetical order and whether they had a smart offseason or a <clears throat> Lakers dumb one. So, thanks for listening. Welcome to consistency. Wait, I just messed up that word. What is it? Consistency, the show. Yeah, the show we did twice in two weeks for the first time in a long, long time. Ever? Maybe. Uh, probably at the very beginning we did a couple like that. Yeah, but... no, you're, yeah, that's right. All right, well, welcome. Uh, very excited. Welcome to the Western Conference, <laughs> where we'll be spending our time today. Um, going in alphabetical order through all the Western Conference teams. First of all, a fan of a Western Conference team, Devin DeBoer, is here. Hi. Uh, just some news, uh, just to continue the, the, the trend of starting the, the show off talking about steak. Mm-hmm. I just ate a steak and cheese sandwich from, from Subway, and it was real good. Ezra, that's for you, bud. Glad you're listening. Shout out Ezra. Text us if you, if you actually are listening to this today. I'm pulling a Mark Titus. Um, <laughs> does he do that? Yeah, he did that with John Biebler. <laughs> Our friend Ezra said that he listened to the podcast, so if he doesn't text us after this saying he did listen to it, we're going to call him a liar. Um, also, here is uh, World Series champion of 2016, Nick Wallstra. Hey. Also and sectional, sectional champion. champion. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Hashtag peak in high school. <laughs> all right. First of all, in the alphabetical order of the Western Conference, we have the Dallas Mavericks. All right, so going over the Mavs offseason, um, it was really a win-now type of season for them. The big one, obviously, was signing Dirk Nowitzki. No, I'm just kidding. Signing DeAndre Jordan to... Uh, to that it was a one-year deal, right? Let me see. It's up yes, here. one year, twenty-four point one million. So could, I, okay, it's, it's near max, but it's just yeah. one year. So they're really not hurting their future too much. And they also drafted Jalen Brunson, and are you going to talk? I'm about to. Okay. And they made the best trade of the ever, trading the uh, the fifth pick and uh, future pick. It's probably up to the third, the pick. second. No, they traded down. Tra- they traded down, didn't they? They had the. F- Fifth. They had to trade it up. I'm, yes. I, I'm, that trade confused me. And they also traded a top so five was protected right. 2019. So they traded yeah, that one and number five for three and took Luka Doncic at number three, who is the best player in the draft, we all think. Probably, yeah. Think so? I would like, say, okay. Maybe. I mean, we don't have to talk about it too much, but it was definitely the second biggest trade of the offseason, right? I would say so. I mean, I don't. I wouldn't. Yeah, I think the Kawhi trade's probably. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I was trying to think um, which one that was Kawhi. That makes sense. Big, big whiff by Atlanta, if you ask me. <clears throat> Trey Young has got a high ceiling. But his he's got a low floor. Right. Doncic is already the MVP of the second best league in the world, and that's at 18 years old. So, worst case scenario, he's the MVP of the second best league in the world. And there are NBA-level players in that league, um, whether you want to admit it or not. So, worst case scenario, he's going to be a a good role player, and I think he's already better than that. Yeah, and uh, Matt Moore... uh, Wrote in his piece about the talking kind of like the the off season overlooking all the big moves that happened in free agency, talked about the uh, the the sign the signing of DeAndre Jordan as like a um, as a great signing because it's one year, 
big money for one year. But, um, <clears throat> excuse me, I got something in my throat. They, they obviously, the left open flexibility, but also having someone who's really good defensively mm-hmm. and someone who's a great, you know, pick and roll center is going to be awesome next to DSJ, Dennis Smith Jr., mm-hmm. and Luka Doncic. Doncic. <laughs> so if, it's, if he stays around for a while, it'll be great for the de- their development. And mm-hmm. if he leaves, they can bring in a different big-name center yeah. next season, like DeMarcus Cousins, if he you know, rekindles his value. <laughs> or you know something on the, along those sure. lines. So I love the they back- could draft one as well. I love so. the backcourt with Doncic and Smith, and I love the idea of the one-year contracts because it does not hurt your cap in any way going forward. Um, we should mention they hung on to Dirk. Um, did they get a, a pick, a second-round pick for Anoku? How did that work? So they traded they traded cash for Chinanu Onowaku, and they traded, like, the rights to trade okay. or to swap a 2022nd-rounder 20, mm-hmm. between, like, the Warriors and the Rockets. So it wasn't really a good pick. It just doesn't matter. They waived him anyway. Yeah, so, they, so. that one doesn't really count for anything. Yeah. So basically, it's just they hung on to Dirk, did the Doncic trade, and then and then signed uh, DeAndre. Do they have their pick next year? They do, right? Well, only top five protected. Uh, okay, and that's the Don Doncic trade. It's gonna be bad every time I have to say Doncic. It's gonna be <laughs> so they could have tanked and tried to get their pick that bad, and they would have kept it, or they could have signed DeAndre like they did and tried to win. No. Because I, either way, they want a Doncic, and right. so it doesn't matter what... Well, the pick... So if it's top five, the Mavs get it? Yes. Okay. So if they're bad, they get it. But if they're okay... Yeah. And, okay, no, I... And that's I what I mean DeAndre okay. signing. Because they signed gone. DeAndre, they might be out of that top five now. Well, yeah, but I would have gone for it anyway because, A, it's kind of a shallow draft, even at the top, you know, whatever. And and the lottery odds make it a lot easier for them That's to get into too. the top four next year. And I mean, if you're gonna try and which, by the way, last episode, uh, if anyone listened far enough ahead, I misspoke saying that first round picks, lottery picks, got less valuable. They actually got more valuable mm-hmm. if you're in picks like seven to fourteen. Right? Basically, they all got closer together in value. Yeah. <clears throat> um, yeah, and so the the DeAndre signing is interesting because in this Western Conference, they really think they're gonna make the playoffs. Like, I like the team. I mean, the lineup of Smith, Doncic, um, Matthews, Barnes, and DeAndre, and then I guess Dirk. It's, it's not a bad lineup, but it's I mean, hard for they're me, the 11th best team in the conference, probably. It's hard right? for me to envision them making the playoffs this year, but I think paying DeAndre big this summer incentivizes him to come back mm-hmm. on long-term less money, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Uh, next offseason, when they're really going to be ready to compete as their young players are uh, much closer to... Yeah, uh, I got you. A competing level of play. For sure. Um, anything on the Mavs, Nick? Uh, yeah. Doncic, I think that's how we're deciding to say it, right? Yeah, Doncic for, for now. Right, yeah. yeah. It's clearly the best pick at uh, number three this year. Mm-hmm. That was a great pick. Uh, yeah, I like the pick for uh, uh, signing DeAndre, too. It was just a good pickup. Um yeah, it's going to really boost them this year. Hopefully that gives them more of a value for free agents next year, too. So are you guys going to buy or sell this offseason? Uh, I'm going to buy it. I think, yeah, they got better short-term this season, but they also have gotten themselves in a really good position to be awesome mm-hmm. if Doncic is as good as our sure. as, as good as good our my league simulations have made them look. <laughs> oh, yeah. So... That's very I, uh, Yeah, I'm not going to... I really am not 100% in on DeAndre signing, but just the Doncic trade makes it an easy mm-hmm. buy. Yeah. Yep, I'll buy it. All right, moving on. The uh, Denver Nuggets. 
Um, this is an interesting one. I was just Real looking at this. Bag. Yeah, exactly. I was looking at this. I was like, man, they got MPJ, they got Isaiah, and then I'm like, oh, they paid Will Barton a lot, lot of money. A and, lot of uh, money for their their six man two guard to play. Yeah, well, he's three. probably going to start this year because of the money. Yeah, and he's going to be starting. But at the he's three, the sixth best which player. Which is weird. Yeah, especially Maybe. defensively. So that let's go through it. Um, yeah. So they re-signed Jokic to five year max, right? He was restricted, right? Yes. Well, yeah. uh, no, they had a one year. Next year he's restricted. So that's how. No, so... no, oh no, you're right, you're right. He would have been restricted this year, unless they exercised a team option this year, which made him, which oh, would make okay. him unrestricted right. next year. So if so they, they had, just went ahead. If they, they hadn't given the max, he would have left next year when yeah. he was unrestricted. So they had to. They wanted to keep him past and, next year. I mean, he's one of the best offensive players in the yeah, league, it's, and it's, he's only twenty two. They had to. Yeah. Um, I don't love the money max, but you have to. Um, and Will Barton, what was that contract? Do you remember the amount? Uh, four for fifty-four. That's a lot. Which uh, allegedly they were working towards a much more affordable deal for Denver, but the Pacers came in with a pretty good offer, and so they. I probably won't let him go. I don't know. I do not. Well, love okay. That. So let's say you let him go. Who do you replace him with? It just let it start. Is well, he worth that? Well, much okay. Time? So if you're if you're moving on from. If you're moving on from Will Barton, you're probably keeping Chandler in your starting three spot. Probably. But you still need a good backup, too. So I guess you can play I don't know. a weird combo guard. You could have, group my point, you could have gotten but. a little bit worse for a lot less money. And that's the way I'm seeing it. As a team that isn't going to be super good this year, I would have been okay with. And yeah, he's relatively young, but okay. I still don't think he's got a sky high Can I present the argument yeah, then, that they moved on from Wilson Chandler, Darrell Arthur... Uh-huh. And they so true. they can afford it. Better. That's a fair point. They did save a lot of money. And those deals are all going to be pluses, I think, for sure. But I'm still going to... I mean, the way I kind of assess the buying and selling is I pl- give everything a plus or a minus and then I even it out. And that's the only minus in this offseason, as far as I'm concerned. Uh, they drafted Michael Porter Jr. at 16. They drafted Jared Vanderbilt, who I actually really like going into the draft. He's a really switchable stretch 4-5 or five who who can defend a lot, rebound, and... Uh, oh, where is he from? Guard lots of positions, Kentucky. Okay. He's yeah, one right. of the five big guys Kentucky started this year. <laughs> um, so I really liked those uh, those two draft picks for them. It was a really good draft. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's a plus for sure. And then the Isaiah Thomas contract was a great one. Can we all agree on that? Yeah. I mean, yeah, and just right man, before right? we move on, the whole MPJ taking them at 14, like the risk in that is much lower than the risk of picking anyone else that went after him, Agreed. right? Yeah. Okay. To me, there were... <clears throat> Eight guys in that draft that I would have sure taken ahead of an injured MPJ. Um, given it's easy for me to say when I'm not actually making the pick, but the Bulls took Carter at seven. The Knicks yeah. took Knicks Knox. Knicks took that's like a Dr. Seuss. Which, by line. the way, I think we said last episode too. We've been I preaching like Kevin Knox for a we while. Have. So that was the top eight, and then after that, who was nine? Was that SJ already? Was he eleven? SJ. SJ no, it was Sexton. Sexton was nine. I would have taken MPJ at nine. I think, but I mean, it's he hard counts. for me to say because. Because I didn't see the medical records and stuff, I wouldn't really know. But to me, those eight guys were the first tier of the draft for sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so yeah. the fact that they got him all the way at fourteen, I don't see anybody any better options there. I was um, afraid the Spurs were going to get him at seventeen so at too. one point. <clears throat> Lonnie's going to be good for them though, I think too. Hopefully. So then we uh, we have the IT signing, which I love. I mean, he can come off the bench at the beginning of the year and then um, beginning of the game, and I'm yeah. sure there'll be times that he pulls the uh, king of the fourth thing out and has some really good closing games. Um, do you guys see Denver in the playoffs this year? Just a quick question. I, it's so tough it's to fit him so in. It's so tough. I think yeah. okay, like, so we agree on the one five. Of our, one of our sure. listeners was asking about doing predictions and stuff, mm-hmm. and we'll probably do it in a few weeks, I would say. Once he hits September, uh-huh. 
Once you hit September, <clears throat> excuse me, when rosters are more set, training camp begins, then we'll go through them. Sure. But I don't, I don't see any way that they're not. I mean, they have so many good players that are getting better, mm-hmm. and then they've reinforced. I mean, their their biggest hole was second secondary point guard. So it's it's going to be interesting to see, you know, how the race turns out. So but I wouldn't be surprised. To, to me, the first five teams for sure are Golden State, Houston, Utah, Lakers, mm-hmm. Thunder. Nola. Did I say that already? Wait, what? Houston, Golden State, Utah, Lakers, Thunder. After New that, Orleans, right? then that's six no. then. Well, sure. I mean, you can play them. I again. mean, okay, in my opinion, New Orleans is so a So those lock. are the you six that are for sure. And then we got two more and spots for... Minnesota's getting in, for, You think so? I don't know. I got them out for of there. Minnesota, Maybe. Denver... Jimmy Butler's going to have a mysterious knee injury. He's out <laughs> for like half the season. All right, so then after that, who's in contention for the seventh and eighth spot? Clippers, Timberwolves... Um, Nuggets we're talking about right now. Spurs will try and get in there. Mavericks want to get in there. We Yeah, we definitely should. Blazers, have I haven't mentioned yet? That's crazy. Oh, wow. They were a three yeah. seed last year. It's going to be crazy. We'll talk more about it on a different podcast, yeah. I'm sure, right? The yeah. um, Monte Morris and waved Isaiah Whitehead. Um, yeah, and those salary dump trades were really good ones, too. We didn't mention those yet. but Yeah, because having that salary salary is probably more valuable than having like the twelfth pick next year, or the or sorry, like the thirteenth or fourteenth, for sure. But because it's top twelve protected, but I don't know. It's interesting to think about. I'm uh, I'm definitely buying. Same, I'm buying. Yep. Jokic getting better. Nice. That's huge. That's what I think. Shall we move on to the next Western Conference also, team? Also, we should also remember he didn't play much last year. Neither did Paul Millsap. Okay, that's Neither true. Neither of them. They they both missed quite a bit of time. That win total is gonna go up. Yeah. Shall I move on? Devin's favorite team, the Golden State Warriors. Kill me. <laughs> so, they got Boogie. They, uh, let's go to uh, July here. So, they drafted Jacob Evans at 30, who will end up being really good somehow for the Warriors, as everybody Probably does. not on. They, re- they re-signed KD. They re-signed Kevon Looney. They lost JaVale. Um, who else did they lose? Swaggy P. Mm-hmm. Nobody that really played a lot for them anyway. Mm-mm. Um, and Zaza. David West. I guess they it. played a lot. And they lost David West. Yeah. So they lost those four guys, but I think Bell and Looney will be replacing them pretty well. Looney's very switchy. And if you watch he's, him I like him a lot in the impressive. last couple series. And they got Jonas Jarebko, Jonas, 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 Jonas. Yes. To, uh, to fill up that backup four role a little bit too. And they signed a center who's not super bad, DeMarcus Cousins. Um, yeah, it'll be interesting, you know, to see like a someone with an attitude. You know, he's got a bad injury. We'll see how he's able to now. figure it out. I mean, he's a vet. We'll see how he. You know, he's yeah, a lot like fine. Greg Monroe. But okay, I hate myself. Yeah, <laughs> you're trying to talk yourself this. into it's it. Just, just the awful. You want to, you want to go off on Boogie Nick? You got thoughts on it? Give me some thoughts. Mm. You don't love it. How do you feel about that kind of all star going to the Warriors? Is that the kind of thing that makes you mad? Like, you know. Hmm. The abundance of riches type thing, or do you understand the, the whole contract deal? It sounds like it didn't have a lot of interest to me. Uh, I don't know if he. It, it made me mad at first, but I'm not too like. I'm not too mad about it. You know who's gonna be mad about it come June, May and June is the Demarcus Cousins when he doesn't play against the Rockets and he doesn't play him. against the Celtics. Wait a It's one year deal. Let him go. In, in May. Oh no! Before that. Okay, no, my point is he's going to play if he, let's say he's healthy for the last two or three months of the uh-huh. season, okay? They've always said they've wanted a good scoring center to take a lot of pressure off of their other four all-stars. <laughs> other four scoring all-stars? Kill me. Plus Iguodala? <clears throat> Plus, yeah. Well, yeah, anyway. Um, 
it's going to be interesting to see how the locker room is affected when he's not playing crunch time minutes in the playoffs because they're going to go with the death lineup. And I see no... I see no avenue to him getting crunch time minutes in the late playoff game. Uh, I probably agree. Um, I mean, unless he's been like really sure, easy on I agree I that as, of, as of right now, the death lineup is the play. A seven-footer off of an Achilles injury, I don't oh, care sure. how good for he sure. is. I mean, he's really awesome, but he's going to have to play out on the perimeter in the playoffs. And in response to that, I agree that the ceiling, it's not guaranteed he's going to be great. But I disagree because I don't think there's much potential for a disaster either. Oh, no, no, no. Okay, so not, I'm not saying like a disaster. Sure. But I am saying... There could be some chemistry that stuff That he for sure. is not going to like it, but... But I'm I not... feel like it's all baked into the cake. Yeah. The contract that was signed, it was a one-year veteran minimum. No, it was MLE. Can you explain that? What baked into the cake? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's like... Ben Shapiro says all the time. Like he knew what he was signing up right. for? Okay. Like when he signed up for this contract, was it vet man or just MLE? MLE 5.3. 5.3, that's right. So it was uh, the taxpayer's MLE, which the Warriors had because they paid the tax. Um, could use it on a wing like Trevor Ariza, maybe. Could use oh, it on uh, Jamal myself. Crawford, something like that. I don't, I don't mean that. I know what you mean. But uh, instead they uh, use it on Boogie, which is a little, a little bit risky, you could argue. But I think even if there's chemistry issues... He's on such a cheap contract for one mm-hmm. year, you can cut him, you can trade him easily. No, I don't think this was a bad signing by sure. him. And worst case scenario, he isn't that great, and you don't play him that much, and that's fine. Um, but just having that option is going to be so huge. It's fascinating to me, though, in a market where wings were on the cheap this year on yeah, one-year deals, that they didn't swing or somebody for like, that. like a safe 3 and D. Someone like Avery Bradley, you think he, he might have taken $5.3 million to play for the Warriors uh-huh. for a year. You know, someone in that, like... Defensive wing with a really low market. Uh-huh. I, I was surprised it didn't go that route because um, I don't know if you've been watching basketball, but uh, <laughs> wings are much more wings important than bigs yeah. currently in, the, in the, the way the playoffs are. But if you have KD and Steph and Clay. And oh, yeah, that's out, right. They also have them. So they're probably going to be good. But I think it was it is interesting to think yeah. what else they could have done with that MLE. But the mm-hmm. ceiling that Cousins has is another option. Like if all of a sudden somebody like the Rockets tries to go small, they're playing somebody – Somebody doesn't have a great big man. You can just all of a sudden post up Boogie. Like, that's just Yeah, if P.J. Tucker's at center and they're like, exactly. okay, watch this. Put Boogie in. You'll be, I mean, you can put top five center in the league. So I'm buying the Warriors. Yeah. <laughs> top, top five. Top we'll talk about it. We should, do a, we should do a position ranking sometime, and we should decide yeah, the debate. Is Capella top five center? Um, but, <clears throat> I'm going to buy the Warriors offseason. You guys going to? I'm not going to sell it. I mean, they're the best team in the league. <laughs> yeah, I'm glad. And they will be the champions again if they stay healthy. Can we just... Probably. Celtics. Hey. Celtics? Hey. We'll see. Raptors, Raptors. They almost... I should admit a little bit to Dave, to Devin, I never believed in the Rockets beating them last year, and they came very, very close. No, they didn't come very close. They did it, and then they undid it. <laughs> Adam Silver Let's take it, a break. Adam, Adam, Adam Silver snapped CP3's leg. Hashtag. That guy looks like a wizard, doesn't he? <laughs> okay. Well, wizard. We're going to take a break now. All right, let's go ahead and get back in it with the Houston Rockets. So these are uh, the moves of the Rockets. Dave's, De- I'm going to call him Dave sometimes. That's his nickname. So I call him Dave or Devin. Yeah, just deal um, with it. I was Dave because it's a long story. So There's a different Devin. Obviously, we re-signed Chris, Chris Paul, uh-huh. the point god. Uh, the who? The point god. Who's the second best point guard in the NBA? I'm saying point guard with a jersey. I understand. If... Uh, it's Steph's number one. Who's the second best point guard? Is it? Is it? CP3? Okay, so I think Westbrook is a better player, but CP three is a better point guard. I'd rather have CP three. 
or yeah. maybe Kyrie even. I think I'd rather have Kyrie. Yeah, yeah, I, that totally makes sense. I thought I would say before his Celtics season last year, I would have said I would have had CP3, mm-hmm. but afterwards I saw how much he actually cared about really getting the rest of the team's position. Yeah. So I would say you're right. Well, sorry about that Kyrie little side. Sorry about that little side tangent. I just thought, follow at NBA Pulse 33 on Twitter. There's some good polls in there that I like to post. That's one of the questions I brought up. Yes. So. Um, all right, moving on. The uh, the Rockets they signed Michael Carter Williams. I was talking about Chris. Paul. Oh, you said Chris Paul. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know. Okay, I just, want, I just didn't want you to over... Go ahead, go ahead. Okay. It was a good contract, you think? Not ungood. Five years? Four plus one? Four, uh, three plus one okay. on his end, because it's a player option. Okay. 40, year, uh, 40 a year, basically, you know, excluding the, the 8% not, not all guaranteed, but I, got, I know what you mean. Uh, I think it is. The last year or two isn't, I thought. There's it's, some type of it's incentive fully, with games played, I thought. Oh, it might be. Maybe I missed that, which is surprising considering, you know, the Rockets. Maybe not. But um, it is a player option for the last year, which will be like $47 million if it is all guaranteed. You know what okay. I mean? It's a lot. Um, it's a lot of money, but it's worth it, if you ask me. Mm-hmm. Because... You had to give him what he wanted, Obviously, right? we've, I've talked about it so many times that my mind melts when I think about it. They were close to beating the Warriors. He goes mm-hmm. down. Um, mostly fluke, but also you could talk about it. Minutes load or whatever. Mm-hmm. I saw that nine. Um... Sorry, nine is Nick. <laughs> hey, yeah. So, I think it's worth it. I think we're gonna get to it more. But now you've got him and Harden and Clint Capella all lined up. How old is he now? Thirty two. Thirty three. Mm, Thirty three. And I have talked about it before, and you guys roasted me. But he, but short point guards after their thirties, yeah. no, they go downhill fast. I've, I've, I'm um, buying in on that. But I do think if I'm the Rockets, this is my window. Yeah, right? I think the window can't after, sacrifice like, this. Yeah. You gotta go for it. Like the next, the years of that contract and the Capella contract, the next four years. Mm-hmm. And if you know what, if after that you're screwed, or if the last two years that you're screwed, it was worth it. And I you think know, at least you got your shot. You but, might, you may think I'm crazy. <clears throat> you are, but but there's gonna be at one point that uh, we're gonna get to a point where Clint Capella and CP3 just switch places in okay. the in the tier in the hierarchy. Yeah, I mean, it was like Harden, obviously, Paul, but. Um, Capella, yeah, not roles, but right. I mean, like, as the best player. And I think it's going to kind of even out then as CP3 goes down, you know. Okay, that's fair. Um, I mean, Capella's ceiling, I'm not sure how much. No, it's not as do. high. I'm saying that it's going to work well as they both, as their career arcs move. That's like, fair. I think it's going to work They're out. definitely okay. opposite directions with that. But yeah. So, yeah, but even if this ends up being an Albatross contract in three years, which it easily could be, or even two mm-hmm. years, it was still worth your shot, I think. It's worth it for this year. Right. Yeah. It's worth a shot to be that close. And I think any other team in the league would easily suck for two years and to have one chance at the Warriors like they're going to have again. So, yeah. yeah. Um, they also signed James Ennis and stuck, That's right. stuck with Gerald Green. Why do you love James Ennis so much? I love him because he's a great defensive player. Okay. And in Mike D'Antoni's system of an open court, I think he'll be able to be a decent enough shooter to where you, where you can keep okay. him on the, the, uh, on the court for more than just defense. I'll buy that. But is he as good as losing Mbappe no. and Ariza? No, that but we're going to get to that. Keep moving. So they lost. Well, but let's talk about Capella Okay, first. yeah, yeah. So the Capella contract was how many years? How much money? Five years, no. $90 million, only 80 guaranteed. Well done. So basically Capella how was... In, or maybe 86. Now I'm losing my, uh, so, losing uh, my remembrance. Either, either way. way. <laughs> so Clint Capella, who's a top six center in the NBA, top five center in the league, <laughs> he uh, 
Either way. <laughs> We're just going to call the podcast either way. He was a, uh, a great member of the team and a restricted free agent, which means other teams, this is for you, Jordan, other teams could offer him a contract, but the Rockets can match whatever contract is offered to give him that much money. Such a good deal for both sides. Yeah, because the, the market for Capella really wasn't there. Not a lot yep. of teams had enough money to sign him, so when he was looking at contracts, nobody really could say, here's mm-hmm. a big deal. And so all Houston the space had to give him whatever he Everyone did. who had space signed a center or drafted right. a center. Phoenix drafted right. eight. There's not a lot of market for centers uh, anymore. DeAndre went to Dallas. So basically, too. Houston could offer him as little as they wanted to a certain extent, yeah. not to piss him off. Yeah, because he could have taken the qualifying offer. And right, got which would have been... So the qualifying would have been offer, a disaster. The qualifying offer is less money, but he can sign it for one year. And then he can do whatever he wants next year. I think so it's they had cap, to, is it your cap hold? Is that so? I think it's offer? like eight or nine. Okay. If they don't offer him that, they have to. If they don't offer him that, he's offer him the the qualifying offer. Right. Then he can go right. Then he's he's unrestricted. He's unrestricted. Right. So yeah. basically, when you're restricted, the team offers you the qualifying offer, and then you can get a deal with someone else or with your own team. But if you don't sign with anything, you take the qualifying offer. It's just basically postponing that free agency for one year. So if he and would have gotten yeah. really pissed at Houston, he could have just said, screw it, I'm taking the qualifying offer, and then next year he could leave. And I'm not 100% sure on this, but I'm pretty sure that qualifying, qualifying offer is just an 8% raise or a 4% raise or something like that right off of your fourth year, third right. year, however it works. So they could give him just it a little been a bit, lot but they couldn't money. go down too low because then he would be able to do that. Yeah. So. Yep. All right, that was a lot of Rockets talk. Um, so all in all... I feel like well, they got we're, worse. We're definitely not done. I know. I understand. Okay. But we're... No, no, no. no. I'm saying right with talking about it. I got you. I got because you. Because they re-signed Gerald Green, who we don't want to talk about much. But they also... You love Ennis. They, signed, they, they haven't signed him officially, but they have Carmelo Anthony on Oh, him. yeah. I didn't even say that. It wasn't in the transaction. They get Carmelo. Let's talk Carmelo a little bit. Okay, you, so... Uh, you like it? You don't like it? Okay, so the addition, the addition of James Ennis and Carmelo Anthony, I think, is better than losing Trevor Ariza and... Um, uh, Luke, Luke and Bamute. Okay. And I think of this in the in the idea that if you're going to try and beat the Warriors, Carmelo's not going to help much, mm-hmm. which blows. But so at the same time, let's think about Game 7 of the Western Conference Finals. If they had just hit some shots. Ariza was 0 for 12 and played bad defense. Mm-hmm. You know, like, let's put Carmelo in. They, probably, they could win the game because let's just assume he has mm-hmm. 8 points. So, yeah, I mean, you know? so Carmelo gives you another option to score if you get cold. Yeah, and the he's gonna work great in the second units, I think. If he doesn't, he's gonna start that though, isn't he? Well, I think it'll be like a play for four minutes and get out and don't play until the second. So minute. if he's willing to take on that kind of role, I like it. But still, I'm I'm not totally in on Carmelo. Um, it's better than not signing anybody at all. I am agree with that. I'm in on Carmelo as long as Ryan Anderson is moved for a wing by the the beginning of the season. I hope so. Which I think is pretty Brilliant. pretty likely. Um, like someone like James Johnson, Nick Batum. Is he expiring? Anderson has James, two more. James Johnson. Oh, Anderson, he has uh, two or three more. Two more years. So who wants him? Who wants that contract? Someone who has someone for three years. Like someone like Nick, Nick Batum or James Johnson oh, okay. who's going yeah, yeah, yeah. to be guaranteed for another full Just year. Just as big contracts, that's true. But, they get, but the other team gets off an extra year. Right. So you throw in a first-round pick to sweeten the deal, and they get to save money in the future. Okay, that makes sense. I don't think it's extremely likely, but I think it's I think it's a good possibility. Yeah, that makes sense. That's a good idea. And they also have most of their mid level open, so that they'll be able to sign someone at you know the buyout market. And I know we're talking like really deep in the the wood, deep in the weeds here. Is that how that is? But this is a contending team, so like these moves kind of matter. Um, oh yeah. The same way Golden State, we talked about their mid level bunch, uh-huh. but. Um, 
I don't think they got much worse. I think their regular season ceiling is lowered, but I think their postseason ceiling is just as high still. And I maybe that's just me being completely biased, and it probably is. But I mean, I'm excited. I'm excited to see Carmelo. I'm not gonna yeah, lie. Yeah, the ceiling's still his there. best friend, Chris Paul. I think <laughs> there's gonna be something to you know to work out. Oh, Carmelo there, still so. has a yeah. a ceiling for He's sure. Still an asset. We can agree on that, right, Nick? Yeah. He still can score. Um, I'm gonna sell it though overall. Um. Because you're right, mostly because uh, if they do the Ryan Anderson thing, and if they get one more good wing, I'll probably I'll can at least consider changing my mind. But as of right now, they got significantly worse to me. They're gonna miss Ariza a lot, especially spotting up and shooting, which Anis can do, but not quite as well as Ariza. Right. And they're really gonna miss Mute. I feel like they missed him a lot in the playoffs last year in the, in the Western Conference Finals. Is that? Well, I mean, he didn't play when, when he was hurt. And he, when he played and when he didn't play, well, when he was hurt. They, right? He didn't play and they went up 3 2, and that's when Chris Paul gets hurt. And when he came back. So I think, I mean, he, he was largely himself. a non factor. That's fair. In my, in my opinion. I mean, it would have been nice to have him out there, let's not lie. I'm right. not going to lie about it, but right. he also wasn't he a wasn't factor huge. in them going up in the series. So I feel like if they make the moves that you mentioned, they can get better. But I'm not quite there yet. They definitely got worse. Can I say, in my opinion, I'm just going to gonna buy it just because I'm biased right. that's and fair. Deluded, you can buy your own team. delusional. Buy but I think the ceiling got higher, but the floor got lower. That's fair. Like, the floor yeah. definitely got lower. Yeah, you can for sure argue the ceiling got higher with <laughs> Melo, but I still don't think Melo has that still in it. I mean, he can score a couple points off the bench, but I don't think he's going to be like old Melo. I mean, I think he'll be better than Joe Johnson was last year for us. Uh, probably, yeah. Because <laughs> he didn't play. I don't know about yeah. I don't know about losing Ariza. Really, is going to yeah. Happen. It'll be something. What a weird I think I think everyone Ariza who's that, not though. Rockets fan is not a Rockets fan is really really overrating Ariza. But I think that Rockets fans are really underrating. Him. That's fair too. And yeah. he's I think definitely there's an equilibrium there. No one's talking about. And they're still definitely second best team in the West. I'm not going to argue anything like that. The man shot 0 for 12 in a game seven. <laughs> Their whole team shot over 27. And then they in said, "Why seven. didn't you pay him 15 million dollars?" Well, so the team got worse, yeah. but they're still the second best team in the West. They're still going to get a shot at Golden State. I'm going to sell it, but I'm not totally out. I'll buy it just because I'm delusional. Yeah, I'll agree with Luke. It's close, but yeah, I'm going to sell it. Time will tell for sure. Also, by the way, you guys have been underrating them for years. <laughs> Fair enough. You've been overrating them Everyone's for years. In the, remember <laughs> when I had the bet with, oh, uh, with Richmond that the Knicks would I be better? I was on your side of that one. <laughs> Richmond, yeah, Richmond ago, said right? that the Knicks would be Hi, better. Hi, Richmond. Yeah. Thanks for listening. <laughs> All right, moving ourselves on. The Los Angeles Clippers. Um, nice. Weird, weird offseason for them. They traded um, Austin Rivers... Ouch. Dad's son. Wait, <laughs> coach's son. Dad's son. <laughs> Everybody's, everyone's their dad's son. I'm sorry. For, uh, this may come as a surprise <laughs> to you, but he is Doc, the, his dad's son. So they uh, they traded him for Marcin Gortat, who's an above-average center in bad contract, but he'll replace DeAndre's minutes. They're clearly trying to win. I love their draft. Shy, girls, Shay, shy? Shay, shy, 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 shy. Let's go with Shay. Shay. I like Shy. I like Shai, too. Let's do that. All right. <laughs> they assigned Shay Gildas-Alexander. You what? You what? just said Shay now. <laughs> I said Shai, I thought. They they drafted Shai. I feel like it should be Shay. Can we call him SGA? Let's do whatever you want. From yeah. here on out, he's SGA they drafted, so that we can they just They drafted the SGA, and they drafted Jerome Robinson. Pick that I, uh, that I do like both of those a lot at 11 and 12. You know yes. I mean? Yeah. And then um, they signed Mike Scott, not Michael Scott, Mike Scott. They uh, hung on to Avery Bradley, which was not a given. And they uh, stole Luke Mbamute from the uh, Salty Rockets fan, Devin DeBoer. Oh, by the way, if they <laughs> found out that Melo was signing for the minimum, they probably would have kept Mbamute. Mm, probably. But that's we can talk about that. And they re-signed the Montrez Harrell 
who yep. I really like and so two do years, you, right? Yeah. Twelve million. Really cool. Fully guaranteed. The only fully guaranteed contract they gave out, which means I really believe in it, I guess. So I'm all in on this on the uh, this offseason for LA. A hundred percent buy for me. Yeah, because they stayed pretty young mm-hmm. and they stayed relevant. And a lot of these that have these options or their two-year deals. If mm-hmm. it's one-year deal, you can't trade them off the minimum, mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure. But right. all of these deals are tradable. They're all assets. The same way, if you remember in 2012, Houston had a lot of good to decent players, and that's how they were able to trade for Harden, was they, they, they used up their assets to get their star. Mm-hmm. And I think the Clippers are in a great position now. If someone comes available this season, um, they're going to have a lot of decent to good to really good players that they can cash in with. Um, they don't have a true star, right? I mean... Tobias Harris. Yeah, they don't. So, no. Right. I mean, I, it's Harris, a great Harris position Harris and Bradley are good. Harris... So, what's... Yeah. Can we just go over the little roster for yeah, them? Because funny, it's yeah. so many guards. So, yeah. Patrick Beverly. Awesome. SG, SGA. Avery Bradley. Um, now they got Jerome Robinson. Then they uh, still have Milos Tidosic, who eats hamburgers mm-hmm. for breakfast. Mm. You heard that story? Mm-hmm. Jawan Evans isn't bad. Mm-mm. He's not good. Um, Lou Williams, obviously, sixth man of the year. Did he win it? Or did mm. Gordon win it? This year. Sixth man of the year was. candidate, Lou Williams. There you go. Sundarius Stormwell wasn't bad for them. And if you keep moving down the wings, Delino Gallinari, obviously, if his doesn't tear his butt again. <laughs> Wes Johnson, that was crazy. Wes Johnson, Tobias Harris, who mentioned Nabamute, Mike Scott, Gortat, Harrell, and, of course, Boban. That's a They've lot. They've got enough players there to, lot to make players. a trade for someone good. If that seems like it's looming. Yeah. And you're in L.A., and they're going to keep saving that money. So yeah, the yeah. free agency is definitely in the yep. realm of possibility. I'm going to buy it for sure. You guys also buy it? Big yep. buy. All right. Shall we move on? Last team before the next break, Los Angeles Lakers. I'm, can I rant for a little bit? Yeah. I'm going to disagree with you, so go oh. on. Okay, do it. LeBron's a great signing. Okay. I, I like LeBron. He's a good player. Good pickup. Probably good value. I'll, I'll probably buy that one. But after that, if you told me who are the worst types of players you can get around LeBron, it's guys that can't shoot. And I'm just going to go all – I understand the toughness and defense thing. Yes, that's important. But the type of player that plays with LeBron, it has to be a good shooter. And I'm all in on that. So I don't hate Caldwell Pope. I don't hate um, – Beasley I kind of hate, but it's not the worst. Lance isn't – I love Svi McCulloch. I guess I don't have to say yeah, that. Thank you. I guess Lance is fine, but Javale. I guess he's your center. He's a rim runner, but Rondo's a bad contract. Um, I don't love what some of these guys are going to do without their being able to shoot. And a lot of the guys they have on their team before aren't great shooters. Ingram isn't a great shooter. He's okay. Lonzo had his struggles last year. Um, and what's your plan around LeBron? I mean, if I were that, I would have gone out. And I understand we can't guarantee these guys were available, but I would have offered Ariza. Would have offered JJ Redick. I would have offered. They talked with um, Bradley. They talked. Um, Wayne Ellington, Joe Harris. There's a bunch of guys that I would have liked to see. Tyreek Evans would have been awesome. Tyreek Evans. Combo and forward. you might say these are all one year deals, and to which I will say correct. And that's why I can't totally knock that off season, <laughs> because choosing all one year deals was the smart way to go. But the guys they got for the one year deals, they could have done better. So I'm gonna sell. The only signing I don't like is Lance, because I think he's an arse. Fair. How about Rondo? Fine. Is Rondo going to play over Lonzo? Are they going to play together? They're going to play the best one, because they're going to try and win. And then they're both going to play half the time, or? They're going to play the best one? And neither of them can shoot, really? The best one. Okay, Lonzo. 
Okay, so Lonzo, Hart, and Hart, Ingram, all three of them shot way better after the All-Star game, okay. All-Star break last year. Like, actually good. Okay. Now, also, the Heat went 30-11 and 11 to finish the season, and it didn't reflect in the next year. <laughs> so, okay. the way that that works isn't always, it's not, you know, concrete. Mm-hmm. But they they did they got much better at you know on the on the offensive side of the court. They were already really good defensively last year. I don't know mm-hmm. if you remember, but they were they a were. good defensive team, and they got more pieces that can keep them good defensively. Except LeBron's actually bad defensively because he doesn't try. He could be good if he wanted to be. But, Jordan. <coughs> Jordan, excuse me. Jordan tried. <coughs> excuse me. He's not also. He's also not as good. As, that's some BS. Jordan tried always. Except for when he was gambling. <laughs> he tried gambling too. So um, I don't think it's bad because we talked about the one deal, the one year like signings, Mike. the one year signings. They're gonna. I hated that Twitter yeah, post that was so, bad. so much. What are you doing, man? I think it's fine because if these role players suck, they're on cheap deals. So just play your young guys yeah. with LeBron. Figure it out. Maybe they should consider getting more centers because their centers right now are what? Land, or sorry, excuse LeBron's me. LeBron's their center. It's JaVale and Zubats is their only oh, natural. Oh, and Mo, Mo Wagner. Oh, and Mo, Mo Wagner. Wagner, I guess. Whatever. Wagner. Wagner. One signing, one signing podcast favorite. The only three cent, like true centers on uh-huh. And I'm not saying that LeBron is a center, but your crunch time lineup should be LeBron at the per- yeah. proverbial. Is that the right word for that sentence? Yeah. Proverbial center. Yeah. With around him should be I don't know you know Trevor Ariza Wayne Ellington Joe Harris and Jason Rack. Just kidding. Around him you should put Ingram Lonzo Kuz and Hart if those yeah. are going with the young guys. Or you also that would have be the, such I cannot wait for that quote so, unquote death lineup is what they're calling yeah. it. Yeah, it's a that's what they're calling their own death lineup. And then you have the meme team, <laughs> which is Rondo <laughs> Rondo Lance. I hope I hope LeBron, they start Beasley and Javale. <laughs> I hope they start their Showtime lineup of the four young guys and LeBron. <laughs> And then the second unit is just like <laughs> the Wagner at the five, and then the meme team. So it's literally LeBron, four young guys, and four meme teamers. Like it's hilarious. And then Mo Wagner is like, "What am I? He's the tenth man." <laughs> it's funny to me. Yeah. And I'm it not is, saying no. It's definitely. I'm not weird. saying it was a bad off season, and I want to tip my hat to the fact that they did. I will tip my non-existent hat. They did do the one year deal thing. That I'm was smart. also not wearing a hat. I will also tip it because <laughs> the 2016 off season, if you can remember, Lou Aldang, um, they had one more battle when the Lakers did. Did they, or is that not them? Timo Mozgov. Yep, Mozgov. They had two really bad 2016 contracts that are both three or four years. Mm-hmm. But it's smart of them at least this year to realize, hey, we can at least punt for a year yeah. and get Kawhi whoever next year. But if I can just go over some of these. Lonzo shot 30.5% on threes. Um, Shining Fry? Just kidding. They should have brought back Fry, but he, I guess he didn't want to be there. KCP. Or they didn't want him. Basically. I want to be here. Eric Bledsoe. Hey. KCP shot 38%, so not super bad. Um... Ingram, 39, not bad. Kuzma, 36. Brooke Lopez is If you're gone. over 36, you're above average, so. That's fair. Um, no, that is the average. So those guys weren't bad. I didn't get the stats of the new guys because, obviously, um, doesn't matter. I'm on the Lakers site, but Rondo shot 33%, which isn't as bad as he has been in the past. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, I don't hate it, but they could have done a lot better, I Here's feel a, like, on their one-year deals. I've got a hot time. take. Go ahead. I don't remember who said this, so sorry. <laughs> but are we sure... Surrounding LeBron with four shooters is the optimal lineup. I'm confident in it. What's your argument? Okay, hear me out. I think he's the greatest player of all time, but he's also three and six in the finals mm-hmm. with only shooters around. And he needs creators. What if they switch it up? Well, like what? What's different? Like he's probably the most complete player ever. I think you can at least agree with that. Uh-huh. 
So why not look oh, at other facets of his game? Just kidding. So when he drives, who's he kick it out to? Like, that's my thing. Someone to give it back to him in the post. <laughs> I guess. It's, Sorry, it's going to be interesting to see. Yeah, yeah, no, it'll be cool. Um, it'll be interesting to see. I, I mean, I'm going to I'm gonna sell it. Sorry, I misspoke. I am going to sell it, but I do want to just point out that I do appreciate the one you deal. That was smart. I am going to buy it because I think that the Lakers, who at one point, Robert Saker, is that how you say it? Yeah, Sacre. I don't Sa- know. He was a starter Saker. for them in, a, in real life. Uh-huh. So, fair, fair point. <laughs> Nick? They've come a long ways. I'm going to sell it. All right. Um, let's take one more break They bought here. LeBron James. I don't know if they got LeBron James. Oh, you guys... not bad. So you're selling on I'm a team selling that it. got LeBron? I'm selling with it around him, yeah. All right, let's go. Let's take break. a break. <laughs> all right. All right. Oh, Memphis you Grizzlies. Go, okay. Either of us could. I mean, we, we can talk together. No, it's all right. You go for it. You go ahead. All right, so <laughs> we're going to start <laughs> move on to the Memphis Grizzlies here. Uh, really interesting offseason, if you ask me. I think mm-hmm. they they rekindled the grit and grind. Mm-hmm. Um, especially my my biggest my favorite signing wasn't even um, Jaron Jackson Jr. as at the draft number four, I believe. Slomo. Yep. Very exciting. <coughs> Excuse me. Very exciting, watching him in summer league just be really good. By the way, very cool. Um, but I'm I'm most excited somehow about. Uh, J- J- Javon? Javon? Javon. Javon Carter mm-hmm. out of... Grit and Grind. Out West of, Virginia. Thank you. I don't he was know was there why. for 25 years. That's Only a, 25 that's years. An, that's an OSP joke, too. If you don't listen... If you care about college basketball, listen to One Shining Podcast. It's, it's an actual podcast. It's hilarious. Um, <laughs> so, I love Javon Carter. I love Jaron Jackson. Um, Jaron Jackson, I think, could be the best player on the draft. He's got the highest floor. Him or Donchich, for sure. Mm-hmm. He's going to come in right away, and he's going to defend the... What? Lalu alumni. Yeah. Yeah, true. Well, we watched him in high school, which was really cool. Was he was he on the team that didn't try that we watched or the team yeah. that didn't play? That we watched him play against um twenty first century and he didn't really try. Uh, didn't future future all star uh-huh. <laughs> Eugene, Eugene German, German baby. <laughs> dropped fifty four points that Yeah, and yeah. we didn't notice because they lost by twenty. Yeah. But um I love Jaron Jackson Jr. He can do, j- triple J as we call him. Who? I can triple J. I've never heard anyone. It's like say triple that. G, but triple J. Well, I'll text about it. Well, I call him JJJ. I call him triple J because oh, okay. it sounds cool. He can uh, he can defend the rim and he can shoot threes. And if that's you, if you can do that, you're golden in the NBA at this point, right? Yes. Um, they signed slow mo, Kyle Anderson. Um, big and, big contract, but and the real big one is Omer Caspi. Just kidding. And so let's go back to slow mo real fast. <laughs> Actually, it's kind of. An interesting contract, the way it works is four years, $37 million. Mm-hmm. It probably is an overpay right now, mm-hmm. but he's got the opportunity to outgrow the contract mm-hmm. pretty well, which is a really shrewd move by Memphis. Um, usually you have to overpay, overpay to get people out of it for you know, restricted free agency on your team. Mm-hmm. So they overpaid, but I think the way that they did it, they have a really good chance to have a good asset out of it. I agree. So they got better. Also, I think he's, he's not good. But I think he can get much better. It's kind of Clippersy to me because they got better. They um, they miss anybody? Oh, they traded uh, Ben Mclemore for Garrett Temple. Oh, that's a really which good I like trade too. What are the Kings yeah. doing with that one? Do we know? I don't know. They, they suck, just love Ben Mclemore. They just suck. So that's a, a good trade for them. At everything. Um. Yeah. Everything. Okay. So that's a a really good off season kind of Clippersy. They um 
they got some youth and they got a little bit better. Once again, it's kind of like a Dallas question to me. What are you like planning to do with Conley and Gasol here? They're both mm-hmm. in their 30s now. The clock is really ticking. I'm not saying they have trade value, because do they? Gasol probably has some trade value. Who wa- I mean, who Conley wants- probably has some, but he's pr- very overpaid. Right. For very. Three he's the biggest contract in the league before the Curry signing. Yeah. So it's like, where exactly are you going? But before this summer, you know, during last season, I would have said they're one of the worst situations in the league mm-hmm. because yeah. they're so, kind of stuck in neutral. But getting J- Triple J and uh, even Javon Carter, I think, at least gives him a little bit more of a youth movement to put yeah, with Brooks re- and Brooks. Well, youth movement as in 45-year-old Javon, Car- Javon yeah. Carter. Yeah, sure. Yeah, so I do like the draft they had, but it's not like I can say they have a great ceiling as a team, but it, I'm not saying they're in a good position either, but I'm just saying just this offseason they did the best they could. I mean, I don't think they'll make the playoffs. I don't think yeah, so either. They're, they're obviously still going to need to make some changes before they're going anywhere, but, I mean, hey. I mean, what are you going to do in that situation anyway? I mean, they, might, they might actually be set up pretty well if you can keep Triple J, and uh-huh. you've got Carter and you've got other young guys too on this team. If you move Gasol and Conley in different deals or whatever to get more assets, they might be able to do this without tanking. Yeah. If they do this right. It's possible. You know? All right. I mean, yeah, they tanked last year a little bit. and they. Well, they got they had injuries, though, so. Well, yeah, good point. They didn't mean to. I guess they didn't even tank because they didn't even trade Tyreek at the deadline. Right, which so, they should have. We yeah. could definitely agree, right? Yeah. All right. The Minnesota Timberwolves. Timberwolves. Worst off season in the league? Uh, we'll see. They, okay. um, they waved Shabazz Muhammad. They signed Derrick Rose. The Shabazz Muhammad waiting was in March. My bad. I'm too far back. <laughs> they waved Cole Aldridge in June. Resigned Derrick Rose. Um, signed Josh Akogi. Okay, I do actually like. like that, yeah. Um, they signed Kata Bates D up after drafting him yeah, too. Like and they signed Anthony Tolliver. So I don't hate the draft they did, but But they also lose <clears throat> what are you doing? Excuse me, they lose a uh one of a, a decent stretch four. Oh yeah, yeah. And I I mean getting uh, Tolliver back. Can you pronounce kinda, that? Bialinka? Bialitsa. Bialitsa. Yeah, it was good for them last year, playing the four and the five a little bit. But Tolliver, I think, will be better defensively. Probably. I, st- I don't love Anthony Tolliver, though. And given he hasn't been on a good team, it's hard to say. But um, let me have a look at their depth chart, because this is an incredibly shallow team. So there have been a couple rumblings about some chemistry stuff here. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Care to explain to the people? Okay, Carl Anthony Towns stays up every night playing Fortnite, so he's not good during the games. And he also doesn't really try a lot. And Jimmy Butler, a uh, Tibbs protege uh-huh. from the Chicago days when it was balls to the wall 24 hours a day, 365 day- days a year, is not a fan of that, uh-huh. one could say. Uh, Timber Bulls. Wiggins are, is on the same train. Oh, and Taj Gibson is the same way. Like Timber Timber Bulls and, yeah, and Baby Wolves uh-huh. are kind of there's Cubs. a faction faction. Which is there. understandable. I don't. I love Tibbs, and Tibbs is great for the Bulls. He's also a horrible coach. But he seems like he's not very good anymore at his job. He's I mean, maybe he's a good, good coach, GM. but he's horrible at manage player management. Yeah, and I think yeah. he needs someone by his side who's like, hey. Hey, don't maybe don't sign Derrick Rose if you can get someone good on the minimum. Right, I agree. So I'm going to sell this offseason. And yeah, they have some young guys. Would you trade Butler? He's a free agent. Oh, man. This is actually tough. Let's Probably say, not. Okay, I'm not saying this is going to be a possibility. We'll see the but deadline. if it comes, to, if it comes to January, yeah, if it comes to the deadline area, and all of a sudden <laughs> you're looking at ninth or 10th in the West, mm-hmm. a lot of chemistry stuff, then why don't you just trade him for whatever you can get? And you say, okay, this core isn't ready quite right. yet. Give right. it a couple years. 
and he's not a great fit with Wiggins, and he's not, and yeah. who is, and he's not great with Towns. And also cut Derrick Rose, so Tyus Jones, the better player, can play. Mm-hmm. Like, like there's it. just so many things that, if an actual person was in charge of this team, <laughs> instead of robotic defensive stalwart, stalwart, <laughs> yeah, stalwart. Uh, Tibbs, that maybe they would have a decent team. Yeah, I agree. I don't know. All right, moving on. Which sucks because. Carl Anthony Towns is like a generational great talent. Oh, yeah, for sure. They did this with Kevin Love, and they also did this uh-huh. with uh, the late, great Kevin Garnett. KG, of course. Um, shall I move on? And now it's time for the Yeah, Pelicans. baby. Dave loves this I offseason. love the Pelicans. I'm going to buy it also, just a little bit of a warning. So did they, we buy we, I, I sold on Timberwolves, the, by the way. Oh, we, we didn't say that. Team. We all sold, right? Yeah. Say the thing about the, the slimmed-down versions that they got. Did you hear this yet? They lost Rondo and Boogie, and they got slimmed down versions of each with Alfred Payton and Julius Randle. The Payton uh, signing yeah. was a good recovery, but not ideal. I would have preferred to He's have Rondo. Because Rondo, Rondo was great in that yeah, locker Rondo room. Rondo was good last year, man. And holy cow, did they beat the arse off of the Portland <laughs> Trailblazers. They did. Yeah, in part awesome. because of Rondo. I love that because you don't see enough upsets in the NBA playoffs anymore. And being able to see a, a six-seed sweep a three-seed gave me a lot of hope for... The future of the Pelicans oh, so cool. in general. I love the Randall signing so much. Randall is addition. He wait, he could be better than Boogie right now. Well, that's actually possibly possibly true too. And if but not, you're he's also got a higher ceiling for sure. So let's look at their playoff race and let's throw Julius Randall into the mix. It's great. They wouldn't have beat the Warriors, but they still would have been able to compete <laughs> more. You know. So now you got a great combo for three bigs too. Yeah, exactly. With Miritich and um, Randall and um, and AD. How did you forget his name? He's good. By the way, AD and Miritich start probably, and Randall comes off the bench. I just didn't think of who it was. Right? Uh, yeah, probably. I feel like Randall's and Randall could sub in for the four or the five. You could play any of those two. Uh, no, he only the five. Yeah. You could play but you can keep him with Nico or AD. They can all play either, really. Yeah. And that's a great three guys. I love that. I think it's a great team around Davis, who's one of the best players in the league. And I think my MVP pick... Uh, spoiler alert for the... Yeah, when we go through predictions, right predictions now I'm podcast. leaning towards James Harden again, but then I'm leading towards no, Anthony like, Davis. The media I'm, wouldn't go back-to-back. Back. That's because they hate James Harden. Okay. But... Okay, fine. Then, we'll talk about this later, but I promise you, Curry? I'm guaranteeing you now James Harden's going to be a top three player in the league next year. Oh, so I agree. I, I, think he's, I think he's third. You think he's third right now? Yeah, I have Curry four. Okay, let's let's save that for let's the next that. show that we'll we're going to do. of some sort. But, but I think Davis and Giannis are the next guys when it comes to narrative, which is usually yeah. how that MVP goes. Mm-hmm. Um. So yeah, Pelicans could be a, a real, not a real contender, but like the second tier contender. You know? Yeah, yeah. They and, could be yeah. in there with the Thunder and the Lakers, like you were saying, and the Jazz. Anthony Davis, you know what his career averages are in the playoffs? Are they really? He's like thirty-one, seven, and five. Or He's something unbelievable. unbelievable, and like three blocks. I really hope he stays there and they build around him instead of having to trade him. If they have because the Warriors him. might get him. If. No, that's legitimately true. They it's, might. It's they, so they, scary. It's, they legitimately might get like Anthony Davis. Boogie's small potatoes compared to them getting small Anthony freaking Davis. Small potatoes boogie, as they say. <laughs> what? Did they say that? No. Oh, okay. Demarcus small potatoes. <laughs> cousins. cousins. Oh, okay. That's like what I meant to say. I, I like it. I like it actually. Freudian. Let's use it again sometime. All right. Um, buying it. Buying it. Buying it. Total buy. Except. Yep. It's kind of hard to you know imagine them getting much better at the guard position just because Alfred Payton is not Rondo. Should they have gotten but some like good wing? You would think that they, they afforded would. it. They could have afforded it, right? 
Uh, I don't really know what their space is looking like, but I can assure you that they would not have been able to sign anyone more than, like, a mid-level or a minimum. Yeah, and they didn't have any really high draft picks, did they? No. Um, They didn't have their first-round pick because the Bulls had it. Yep. And they got Chandler Hutchison, who will be the exact same player as Denzel Valentine, Doug McDermott, and Tony Snell. (laughs) That's actually totally (laughs) Every Every, like, 17 through 22 pick the Bulls get is always the same guy. Um. It's All so right. true, holy cow. Um, I know, it's so sad. I'm like, a 20, the 17th pick, or wait, 22nd pick, I know who it'll be. Um, I was yeah, going to buy still going to have to start Etuan Moore, though? Like, that's... They, I love you, Etuan, boiler up, but Solomon Hill, like, they don't... They, they could probably wings. move Solomon Hill. Okay, so... Um, they start Peyton, and then Holiday, and then I have, I have a Hill. question, so I have, I have two questions. Hey, would you move Holiday... No. Or, sorry, excuse me. Would you move Hill and your first-round pick for a good wing? Yes. Is your first-round pick... That unvaluable to you? Yes, in this draft, it's pretty bad. Okay, that's what where I'm at too. If you can get Hill and pick and move it for some three and D, I maybe someone like James Johnson or Nick Batum. Yeah, someone who's overpaid, contracts. right? Also Hill or Hill's also overpaid, so uh-huh. it kind of works out. Um, that was my one question. My other question is: as Anthony Davis, are you? So everyone's worried, like, oh, if you make the wrong move, you know, uh-huh. he's gonna want out. Are you more leaning towards le- moving, wanting out after the whole DeMarcus Cousins leaving thing? I don't know. I don't think it... Did those guys have great chemistry on the court or off the court? It doesn't seem like they did. It doesn't seem like they had great chemistry off the court, but on the court it seemed like they were trying to fi- They were yeah. figuring it out pretty well. I don't think it really hurts that much. Um, if they get the five or six seed again... Well, a lot of people at first yeah. were like, I can't believe DeMarcus Cousins left. Anthony Davis is going to be pissed off. Or Jersey in the All-Star game, yeah. But also, um, the front office actually offered DeMarcus Cousins, like, two for 41 or something, and saying, you're not going to get anything higher than they this did. on the open and they market. Right. You don't take it now, we're not yeah, going to no, get it. Yeah, no, I do not blame, you know? I do not blame the Pelicans oh, no, 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 for that no. situation. I think what they I, ended up better with Randall yes, and Peyton. Yes, I agree, right? because I think Randall fits better with AD. and Which is why we're buying this, anyway. right? Um, what I'm saying is, Anthony Davis, He do you think he sees it objectively as well? Or do you think it's like you lost the top 15 player in the league? I guess only time will tell, but I feel like if they are good again this year, he's going to figure it out, and everybody will. Like, right now, no one really knows how good Boogie's going to be, especially with that injury, as you said, a 7-footer and Achilles, and I think AD gets that. And if they're the 6th seed again, or better, or even the 7 or 8th seed, I think he'll understand. But if it's a bad year, then yeah, everyone will say that's why, but Mm -hmm. I think it'll be fine. I think Drew Holiday might be even better this year. Mm-hmm. I mean, in the loaded guard West, he won't be an all star. Sure, but I we saw I saw just an insanely great player in those two rounds. Oh yeah, I'm a big fan of him for sure. Shall we continue on? Yeah, let's do it. <laughs> all right. So the OKC Thunder are next up, um, and we should mention after the Thunder we have five more teams. So we're gonna take a break after them, do three more. Last break, and then finish out those last two. It'll be kind of quick. The Kings is going to be really, really fast so we <laughs> get, can go to bed. They get worse yeah. as we go on. It's getting a little bit later than we would have liked. So the uh, the Thunder re-signed Paul George. Which, did that surprise you as much as it surprised me? It surprised me a lot. It surprised me decently, I'd During say that much. The day when I found out there was going to be the big party and stuff, I was like, wait. You can't yeah, leave. I was like, whoa, 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 wait. They hung on to Jeremy but Grant. They, they're big splash in free agency. They retained all their best players mm-hmm. like Raymond Felton. Jeremy Grant. And Jeremy Grant. <laughs> That's for sure. And then um, they did do a couple trades, picked up TLC in the uh, one where they got Ooh, rid of Mello. And Nerlens. who I like. Um, and then the big one was Dennis Schroeder, who came back in the Mellow trade, right? Yep. Yeah. Um, it'll be a really good option next to Russ, I think. <clears throat> I think that's an underrated pickup for sure. You guys like that one? I don't 
dislike it, but this is also like Okay. He's a bad I'm pretty neutral on it, I should say. Because it could work out really well where Schroeder's Reggie Jackson with less of an attitude, right. but from all we've seen in his career is he is Reggie Jackson with Reggie Jackson's attitude. Yeah. So okay. it's kinda tough. But I think having him for his contract is a lot more valuable than having Melo on his contract. Sure. The way that their locker room was constructed, everyone was close, but did not work on the court. Sure. Plus, DLC um, is going to be a little bit helpful. Westbrook, if he plays. What you're expecting Westbrook to do, though, when Schroeder plays on the floor with him, mm-hmm. is not be Westbrook. Right. That's and tough. we've seen now, uh, this will be his. Is this his tenth season? Third one without KD. Yeah. So, yeah, this will be his 10th season of him being Russ. Mm-hmm. Are we supposed to expect halfway through his career that he's just going to give up the ball to some right. arm from Germany? And that just puts a, a really visible ceiling on Oklahoma City until they get rid of Russell Westbrook. Is that fair? Unless you have... Okay, so I would never just get rid of what Russell right. Westbrook. But unless but... you have, like, the second best player in the world, wait, they used to, on the side of Westbrook, and they it's really, really tough to be a real contender. And you could try and talk me into that they're going to be Golden State with PG guarding Durant and then Westbrook kind of guarding Curry. But and you can, yeah. And I'm you not, can also talk me into the idea that Jeremy Grant boosts the, and healthier Andre Roberson. Lineups with that, lineups mm-hmm. where you don't have to worry about Melo starting lineups and bench lineups. Right. Like their defensive ceiling goes up even higher and they were really good on defense last year. Mm-hmm. Right. There's things like that that are like, okay, so their ceiling really goes up. Now I feel but like, at the same time, their ceiling is tied to the way that Russell right. Westbrook plays. It's congratulations, you won fifty four games and you're the three seed. Like that's your ceiling, maybe fifty five. And there's nothing wrong with that for a small market sure. team. And maybe you can get an injury, Golden State or Houston, but yeah, you're just so close. You can just reach out and touch that Western Conference Finals, but you're not going to make it. Yeah, it's um, it's tough. It is tough, especially because I mean, Paul George probably had a better chance of being the Western Conference Finals right in L. A. Right, which. Yeah, surprising to me. Because and, uh, if you don't... If respect you, if to you him, respect. Recall, the Jazz did beat them in the first round last yeah. year. And respect for the fact that he stayed. Yeah. But no, the it ceiling is awesome. isn't a lot higher than it was before. You're kind of stuck with Russ as your best player, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, and someone right. said, well, he didn't want to go to L.A. He wanted to be the number two guy because that's where he's more comfortable. And I'm like, okay, so you're telling me he's going to be the number right. one option on a LeBron-led team? Good luck with that. All right, break time. And then we're going to sure. have uh, five teams left. We're going to try and kind of... Truck them. Yeah, truck them. All right. The team that uh, that got Trevor Ariza and uh, had a really great draft, I thought. Um, I did not love the trade for Mikhail Bridges. I like Zara Smith just a little bit less. But... A little huh? bit less than Bridges, plus the the twenty twenty one pick was in the oh, middle, okay, so yeah, 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 yeah. But they did pick up Rashawn Holmes in a trade with Philly. Cool. And they took on Arthur's contract. Um, cool. What did they get in return for that? They just sent uh, out Dudley? Uh, yeah, I think that was it, right? Did they get a Dudley pick Dudley went all? to Denver. I don't think so. Okay. They uh they got DeAndre Ayton. Sorry, one more question. Is Dudley expiring this year? I don't think so. I think it's one more. Oh, okay. So then that would make sense. Yeah. Because Durrell is expiring. So. Yeah. So DeAndre Ayton, the A is not capitalized in DeAndre. Interesting. Which I thought was just a typo the first couple times that I saw it, but now it turns out every official website does not have it capitalized. So that's kind of cool. Um, waving Tyler Eulis, did that seem weird to you? I thought he was pretty good for them. I thought he was also pretty good for them. Plus um, he's Devin Booker's friend. So how dare you? How dare you uh, upset <laughs> the 40th best player in the league? <laughs> how dare it be a business? <laughs> um, 
Yeah, you're Whoops. upset about that. DeRozan got traded from his team. <laughs> yeah, DeRozan's been there. loyal to. Yeah. Anyway. And, uh, so anyway. Did you wave Tyler Eulis? Boo hoo. Yeah. So uh, um, I love the draft though. Aiden Bridges and Elliot Cobo. Yeah. The way you said that was the most OSP I've ever heard, and I loved it. it Elliot Cobo. Is that just right? The way you, yeah. No, you're right. It just. I love that guy. I love OSP. The way you just said it with the the passion is one shining podcast really with with Titus and Tate. Great podcast to listen to. The third plug of it this time. They don't know it, but they talked about we us winning sectionals. Uh huh. They did. If they hadn't signed Trevor Ariza, which he's a great player who someone like the Rockets could have used. Um, sorry. I would like their core. Full of, <laughs> I would like their core a lot. You could have. A lineup of Akobo, Booker, Bridges, and Jackson on the wings, and then Aiton at the five. And that's not even talking about Chris Bender, TJ Warren. Brandon Knight might Brandon be Brandon Knight, who's a little bit older, but still will be good. I love the young core they have. They have like eight or nine legitimately good young players. Yeah. And the Ariza signing is a win-now move, which is kind of weird. And they do have their pick, right? And it's all... Well, is going to get his money, tank. and then they'll buy him out when they're not going to make the playoffs, and then he's going to sign with Houston. <laughs> I've heard this so many times, you guys only want to know. I've said it like four or five times today. It's possible, and he could get bought out. But still, I love the young core. I love yeah. the draft, so bye, bye, Having bye. Good, and getting good veterans they've got. You know, losing Dudley, he's a really great veteran guy. Take my yeah. money. But, you know, having a reason Chandler still. <laughs> Which, a reason Chandler, didn't they play together in New Orleans? Ah, they might have. Which is irrelevant. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Tyson, remember that tip, that buzzer-beating tip dunk Tyson yeah. Chandler had? That, that was, was awesome. That might be the best buzzer-beater of the year. Like It might also be the best moment in Suns history since, like, 2012. There's, like, point one seconds left, and someone throws the lob, like, right on top of the rim, and he yeah. just taps it in, which still probably isn't physically possible to dunk in less than point one seconds, but it was so cool. So is Dragic more valuable than Zaire oh. Smith? Is that the trade? Well, Dragic is how they've got, they got that 2021 right. unprotected. And they also got other picks and other if assets a, as well. If you're a bad team like the Suns, then I think you want... Um, you want the pick, yeah. You want the pick, which is Mikhail Bridges now. Yeah. If you throw in that 2021 cool. pick, which could be interesting. I think, Mikhail, I think thing, they've but. got... You've talked about it, but, but the Zaire Smith trade, I think he's got a, a higher offensive ceiling. Like mm-hmm. He can be more dynamic than Mikhail Bridges. Uh-huh. But I feel like they really even out and get a much more... Right. Complete traditional roster uh-huh. by getting Mikhail Bridges, and it's it's just really cool to see them finally taking shape. Sure, but Devin Booker saying he doesn't want to miss the playoffs anymore. That was probably you know, not a team wise thing to say. Then. Yeah, and I'm not saying that Zach Levine is Devin Booker, but the Bulls. So those guys are both bad defensive. I'm baffled. Gone. They're both bad at defense. One of them is better at offense than the other Thank one, but they're you. both bad at defense. Shooting guards who are pretty young. And the Bulls did the exact wrong thing by putting Jabari Parker and Larry Markkinen as the next two guys on the wings, which really isn't going to defend the perimeter at all. And Chandler Hutchinson, as we talked about. <laughs> Woohoo! But the Suns, I mean, Ariza is not a long-term piece, but Jackson and Bridges on the wings together is a nasty combination. And Jackson one, had a really bad And Bridges can league. shoot threes, too. Is he, is he bad? I don't know. He can Who? defend. Jackson? Who's- I think Jack- Jackson was really good to finish off the year. Worst really case scenario, he can defend, right? Him. Can we just say that? Yeah. yeah. Worst case scenario, he's Andre Robertson. Light? Oh, worst case scenario, he he's much worse than Andre Robertson he can defend, on defense. Yeah. Even still. He's pretty good at defense either way. Either his, way. His, his floor is there. I like, the, I like the, the way that they're set up to be really good offensively and defensively. Mm-hmm. We're forgetting how stinking good DeAndre Ayton's probably yeah. going to be on offense, even in his rookie year. Um, defense not so much probably. Right. And yes, but, I I do think Doncic is the best player in the draft, and he was number one on my board. 
and having Doncic and Booker with these two other ringers would be crazy. But mm-hmm. Aiton is a sure thing. I, yeah, I think As, taking eight number one isn't a bad... No, not at all. No matter what. I would never blame them for taking eight over Badly Doncic, too is even bad. if I think that Doncic is Badly bad. over Doncic is bad. Yes. Aiton over Doncic is not bad. Yes. It's just personal opinion. And as Thanks, our friend Adam bias. says, Aiton is a man's man. Is that what he says? A real man? What does he say? He is a man's man. He's a real man. He's a big dude. And he can move and he can score. Buffalo. Whether he can defend, I don't know, but he can be crying with any towns. I think that's his prototype. Scoring a lot of ways. Inter- With a better post game? Yeah, I'd say probably. Yeah. I would love to see that. I, mean, he has, yeah, I can't wait to watch him. I he mean, has the athletic potential to defend the he looks. Sure. He looks like he's like 30. Yeah. Yeah, he, he looks like David Robinson. It's like Javon <laughs> Carter, but Javon Carter looks like that because he's bald. And Dendro Ayton is just ripped. Yeah. <laughs> just because he's bald. <laughs> All right, let's continue. He is a bald man, I'd give you that. And he's been at West Virginia for like 16 years, so it just makes sense. Um, I remember. It's simple math. <laughs> Moving on to Portland, the Trailblazers. Um, third in the West last year? How? Like, that's kind of crazy now to think about, isn't it? Well, it's just the standings were that tight. Right. They did lose. And I feel like every team they were in that three mid-tier. and six was the right. sixth best team in the West. Yeah. <laughs> and they did uh, get destroyed in the second round. Wait. First round. First round. I'm sorry. Absolutely round. swept yeah, by. So weeped out of there. Um, so now they, uh, they signed Seth Curry. Congratulations. Do they still have Wade Baldwin? Baldwin, did I they resign him as well? I actually like him a lot. I think they did. Can't believe it. Yep, they resigned Wade Baldwin. Congratulations. That's good too. They signed Georges Papianis in March. Oh, that good. was in March. They cut bad. him already, didn't they? Yeah, I think so. Um, Nick Stauskas, congratulations. Hung on to the Yusuf Nurik. I drafted Gary Trent Jr., who I don't love. Question. So they give up Pat Con- they gave up Pat Connaughton. So yeah. they could sign Nick Stauskas. And Seth Who's better than brother? You think that Counting is better than yeah. Stauskas? Yeah, me yeah, too. So, like, it was kind of for about the same money. So If you've kinda... ever played my GM on uh, on NBA 2K, you know Pat Connaughton is is hidden gold in the NBA. This uh, is true, but I actually... The storyline... It is kind of weird, like, they got about Connaughton. the same amount of money, like, losing it out on Pat Connaughton. I agree. I think expensive. he's better. Who got him eventually? It was the... Or Stauskas was, like, ex- actually expensive, wasn't he? Was he, like... I had a deal in front of me, but it was... Me neither. Or whatever. It was not a good deal. Seth, they Plus have Seth a really good either. guard rotation now. I like Anthony Simons, though. I should point that one yes. out there. But I'm oh, going yeah, to yeah, sell yeah. the offseason. Um, okay. Would you trade one of those two guards if you were them? No, I wouldn't. I would just try one more year, from I a, guess. From a fan perspective, I would just want to see something like that happen. I want to see McCollum somewhere. Um, no, that's a good point, yeah. But, yeah, yeah. For, if you were actually a Blazers GM, you'd probably want to run it back. But I do think they're one of those other they teams. Have, they're kind of like OKC with that obvious so, feeling. Yeah, they have so many two guards. It just is weird. Do, actually, to me. a lot of wings, lots of lots of guards, and, and I like Nurkic. Is, is Simon's what? What does Simon's play? Like a two-three? I think he's a point guard. Oh, okay. Or a combo yeah. guard. He's a big combo dude guard. too. Kind of one of those switchy guys. Holiday yeah. kind of. But like, I kind of like Nurkic. But can he stay on the court in the playoffs? Nah. So Nurkic, or is that going to be Zach Collins? I mean, what else? Okay, what else were they going to do? Like, there was an idea. Or they had a, a deal in place to do Nurkic for Cousins mm-hmm. but um, in a sign-in trade, but it didn't work out, mostly because you can't trade two guys on the same agent because that's oh. kind of tampering Sure. I'm pretty sure that's the reason why. This is what I, what I remember hearing uh-huh. on the interweb. Um, <laughs> either way, it fell apart last minute because I think the league said they couldn't do it. That would have been really interesting, I would say. It would have been interesting, sure. but also Boogie wouldn't have played a lot. So who's your center? Like it all, a lot of things yeah, fall apart after that. Yeah, that'd be interesting for sure. Um, 
So I think they did the best with what they could do. They're limited financially. Yeah, the ceiling is the ceiling's there. Though. And the ceiling is. Are you sure? I mean, I don't think this. Are what, they going to beat the Rockets? Or I'm the sorry. Warriors? Maybe I misheard you. What'd you say? The ceiling. Oh, uh, you're right. I meant the ceiling is where they are right now. Like yeah, they're already yeah. at the ceiling. Yeah. I don't mean the ceiling is existent higher for sure. Okay. Um, the fan just makes that bad noise. Some fan makes some noise that sounds like if cancer was in. All right, <laughs> we're gonna go ahead and move on to. Uh, all right, the next the team after this team, the Kings. Sell. So, all right, next up. <laughs> okay, so they got you. Let's we can do this super fast. The Kings right? signed everybody yeah. that said they were going to sign with somebody else, and then Vladi yep. Divox is like, nope. Come they here. got Deontay Davis to get off of Garrett Temple's money so they could sign uh, Nemanja Bialica, who's actually probably a good stretch for. But also they got Yogi Ferrell. Both of those contracts they stole from other teams. <laughs> um, let's see. Nigel Hayes. Why would you sign with the Kings? Signed. Sorry, uh, this is how much we're just not March. worried about. We just don't care about right the now. Kings. And then they drafted Marvin Bagley at two, which is good. Oh, yeah, that's important. She's going to be a... He can rebound, he can score, but... So, Marvin uh, Bagley is a great pick for someone who wants to win three tweener. more games next year. Yeah, he's such a tweener. Yeah. What position is he? I, okay, yeah, I mean... So, I understand positions are dead, and people... I've heard, I think it was Chris Vernon, he was like, Everybody says that, but there are no positions in the NBA. Well, right now he has to play the four, he's so bad and defensively. They, and then they say... Marvin Bagley's a tweener. You know, that's Chris Vernon's voice. They also say they want to play him with a three. Right, it's so bad. So to me, if you're a big man, you have to either be able to defend the perimeter mm-hmm. or the outside mm-hmm. or score everybody. Or the inside or just be a great scorer. Like, Bagley like a marketing. would be decent defensively, but he, I, I guess he has to be your five. You no, know, I was going to say you have to play him with a four. He's so bad defensively. But then he's got to defend the perimeter. And oh, crap. And plus, you have to have a center who gives him enough space to score on the post because he has to yeah, play post game. I guess he has to play five. It's kind of like Markinen. So Markinen, I feel like, offensively has to be able to play some five because you want him to get some post but, touches. Yes, yes. So you need a center who can shoot the three and space the four like Carter, which is why I like that pick. Mm-hmm. And Bagley needs to have a center who can space the floor and then also defend the perimeter, which is tough to find. But the Kings have all the centers in the leagues. So maybe one of them will pan out. But I'm selling. I... It's hard for me to sell on him because it's like you drafted someone who might be really good, but could have had Doncic. You probably okay. You're right. Sell. Not that it was sell. a sell. I'm not saying it was a possibility sell. to get Doncic, no, but you're right. Sell. I'm not saying it was in. You know, they weren't talking about it. It wasn't ever a rumor. It was always those top two guys, one and two. Yeah. But he's gonna be the best player in the draft, maybe second. To me, that's you're right. I forgot. I forgot that exists. Spurs. It's gotta be a sell. That's gonna take a little while. The Spurs traded Kawhi, and Danny Green, for Jacob Pote. Jakob Pertl. I always say Jacob Pertl. I'm like, wait, Jakob Pertl. Pertl. And, uh, and DeMar DeRozan. And what the draft, you want to tell them the pick? I don't remember what pick it was. Uh, the 17th pick, they got Lonnie Walker the fourth. Who no, like the pick in the trade. Offensively, sorry. he's limited, but you know who else was also offensively limited back in the day? Was a certain Kawhi, Kawhi Leonard. Uh-huh. Who's I now like Lonnie Walker a, a lot. Toronto Raptor. Just the hair. If you ever want some entertainment, look up Lonnie Walker draft day. A lot of dudes come out of... Florida State, right? Yeah, with hair. With weird hair. Yeah, and yeah. when when he puts the hat on, it like floats above his head. Him, Jonathan Isaac. Yep. Yep. Go on. So look that up. Um, they uh, signed the extension for Aldridge last year. Yes. Or the beginning. Uh, they of the re-signed Re- Rudy Gay, who opted out of his contract. DeRozan, Pirtle, obviously are really good pickups. I mean, Pirtle was probably the worst of the five young yeah. players in Toronto. I like Bellinelli. That's a good pickup. But Bellinelli, getting him, definitely an overpay though. 
Yeah, for sure. Mm-hmm. Was it a one year or was it two years? Yeah, yeah. Like two it. years, twelve million, something. Yeah, Way it's, too high. That's a lot for him. But Dante basically, Cunningham, they're trying to run it back. Is a good, a good defensive wing you have there. Mm-hmm. Waving Brandon Paul was interesting. I thought he was pretty good. So basically, you know? they're trying to save. We won forty eight games last, forty seven games last yeah. year without Kawhi, and now if we basically add DeRozan to that team and then run it back. Mm-hmm. We should be way better. Not which a lot of not a lot of Rudy Gay or Dan no. Green. I don't think either. Which kind of makes sense if I'm honest. remembering correctly. But I also don't love this stack Western Conference for them. Like, yeah, I I could list off 18s better than them right now. Easy. I think they're in that eight, nine, ten range, and still if you make the playoffs, that's tough, man. I don't know. I'm gonna I'm gonna. So if I would have done the Kawhi trade. I would have gone for prospects. But they obviously right, but obviously Pop, Pop is pretty clearly not going to coach after twenty twenty. Yeah. So in okay, so I'm gonna use that as part of a reference point for my grade, and I'm gonna buy knowing that okay. these are Pop's last two three years of coaching. If we can do that, I'm gonna buy too. <laughs> I buy if you have to win now, I buy it. But I would have blown it up with Kawhi. Probably, probably yeah. If, was, if this, if this was think, my league, we would have blown it up. Let's just oh, say that. Oh, hundred percent. Welcome to San Antonio. I actually, Luka I Dodgers. never, ever, ever Romeo start with. If I even if I start with a contender, everyone's traded, right? So that I can stock up and draft picks and build my own team. You know? Nick. Uh yeah, I probably buy it too. Paris, we said sell. No, we said buy. We said buy. Yeah, I'm sorry. It's tired. I'm tired. It's tired. <laughs> Let's take a break, please. All right, and the last team in the Western Conference is the Utah Jazz. Um, I just want to point this out first. The Jazz lost Gordon Hayward last summer, and we're like, oh, too bad for the Jazz. And then they got better with Donovan Mitchell. And that hasn't been talked about enough, so I'm just going to point it out that I just kind of realized that because we love Gordon Hayward. Everybody does. You know, he's kind of a, he's a cool guy. Daddy's always happy. That video was funny. Uh, quite a great Bostonian. Great Bostonian. But quite. Oh, my goodness. Great. So anyway, the racism. It's it's a Boston joke. I know okay. it's funny. I like it. I like Boston jokes. But Donovan Mitchell is ironic because he so. came from Salt Lake City. Uh huh. Now he's but he was raised in Indiana. It's all the white places. All right, they uh, <laughs> the moves for the Jazz. They did re-sign Derek Favors. Decent contract, I thought. Yeah, is I it think three so. years, thirty six, or Sounds is it two right. years, thirty six? I think it was three. Okay, because it was. Um, I'm gonna. I feel okay. I'm feeling two. If you're feeling three, you can look it up. I'll look it up. I'll talk. Um, You know, you keep all of your core intact for the most part. Uh, You resign. They resign Dante Exum to a pretty good three-year, thirty-nine million dollar deal, which I think is pretty good for someone who could start for them. You're right. It was two years, thirty-six. Okay, you're always right. You know the contracts better than I do for sure. I don't know how I just do, but um, Um, there's. I don't think. Is there anywhere that they got worse? Like, they lost wings. Like, no. I don't think they retained Tabo, did they? No. They lost Jarebko. They waived him. Okay, yeah. And they lost Tabo. And that's all. And that's yeah. fine. I like Grayson Allen is a Yeah, is a I actually pick. think that'll be a really good pick um, for them. Yep. I don't see anything. They just got a year older is basically it, right? Mm-hmm. And when you have Mitchell and Gobert, that's all you need to do. Um, yeah. And I would have liked to see him do a little bit more, maybe get a good free agent, but it's tough in Utah anyway. They've got, think, they already have a great wing rotation. Like, Dante Axum can play one and two. Mm-hmm. And then Ingles can play two, three, four. I like Ing- Ingles a lot. Crowder can play three, four. Like, For sure. Grayson Allen can play two and three. 
Like it's just they have a really flexible roster, mm-hmm. which is something they didn't have last year. And I I'm they're probably gonna be my third team in the West, maybe fourth. I would say but prob- either probably way, four, just because I think, I think OKC, OKC is probably better, there. Yeah, but, but either way, they have a really good team that's really young, and they're not. They're probably a piece away from ever being a real, real contender. Okay, that's that's what I wanted to ask. Do they have any avenue towards trading for a third star? Well, first of all, I did forget Rubio got hurt in the playoffs. Oh yeah, that's and they okay. still beat the Thunder, and he was really good for them. I I a hundred percent would have seen them having a real series with the Rockets if Rubio was. That's there. fair. Yeah, I love I Six, love Ricky Ricky. Love that guy. Whatever. Which, by the way, ever since he kind of grew the beard out and changed the hair, he's been Rick Rubio. Because <laughs> <laughs> Richard, <laughs> Richard Rubio, Dick Rubio. <laughs> So that's what he's really bad. He's become a lot more uh, mature-looking and manly, so he's definitely a wreck instead of a He's very man. handsome now. Yeah. I mean, By the way, I always forget that he's like a top 10 pass, or a top 7 oh. pass in the league. Him he's and Mitchell together is is dangerous. Yeah. But yeah, I don't know. Is there a trade Especially avenue? Especially because he's offensively talented. Sure. Is He can score. Yeah. Is there a trade avenue if you put together Ingles and Picks and Favors and maybe Rubio? I don't know. Exum? It's like, can you get him a column? Or okay, a, so I could see they get to the point where Rubio is expendable because Exxon is so good. And yeah. maybe you can... Yeah, you're not sending Rubio back no. to no. Minnesota. <laughs> but it could but, be an expiring deal even if they do that. It would be I want, It would be really interesting to see what they could put together for a start because yeah. I feel like everyone they have is either they need him as part of their building block, mm-hmm. him, at, not Rubio, I mean him right, right. In, in The guys example. that they have. Yeah. They're not super deep, so, but the guys they have are really good. Yeah. Yeah. So we're going to buy their offseason. I'm going to buy them because it's another year with Mitchell, yeah. another year with Gobert. I'll tentatively buy it. And just brought in more wings. And I feel like I do this a lot in the East because the East sucks. Is Sometimes I just buy it because they weren't stupid. Because mm-hmm. a lot of teams have money and they throw it at guys for three or four years. It's too much money for them. And they did not do that. They kind of stayed the course. Kicked the can up the road, per se. I use that a lot in this uh, this series. And I think it was a solid offseason. Nick, you're going to yeah. buy two? Yeah, I'll buy it. Uh, they didn't change much, but they're they're growing and getting better in the competitive Western Conference. So, yeah, for sure. Um, any last thoughts before we wrap this one up? It's been a long yeah, one. Yeah, I actually do have a thought that just came to me. Is why are we thinking? This is just devil's advocate because I think sure. the Jazz are probably the fourth best team in the West. But are we sure that the Jazz are better than guys like the Spurs and the Grizzlies who have a lot of vets who have great playoff experience and great sure. playoff potential and stuff? Are we sure that they're better? We're not. But if... Now I'm going to hop on your side. Is Mitchell going to face a sophomore slump this year? This isn't like a real question. This I think like, Donovan Mitchell is probably like an all-time... This like, is kind of one of those conspiracies I'm throwing out there. This is like like a hot take that you put a little video on Twitter of Shannon Sharp saying, and you like try and get the internet going, like get people mad. Hey, like no problem. <laughs> is Donovan like a thing Bill Simmons was saying in his podcast? Like, is Donovan Mitchell going to be? Are we sure Donovan yeah. Mitchell is good? Are we? Are we sure? Because a lot of his style last year was he surprised a lot of people. I don't know. I'm not saying. I'm just saying. He did average twenty points as a rookie. I'm not saying. I'm just saying. No, I think he's going to make a little bit of a jump, but I don't think we can guarantee that. I think we just have to pass I think, him. okay, so someone was doing like the retweet or like, which, by the way, is cancerous Thank you. to Twitter. Just use the poll function, Thank people. You. Um said it before, I'll say it again. Be- There's he's a poll function for He's reason. not better than Donovan, or Devin Booker yet, is he? No. Nah. Because Devin Booker is like, offensively, and is, is this his, that was his third season last year? Mm-hmm. Yeah, he was better than Kobe in like his sixth season. Not better, but higher ceiling. Can I say that? 
Not better, higher ceiling? Okay. Right now... I think defensively he's had a much higher season. Right ceiling, now... Uh, I, ceiling, excuse me. That's fair. If I could have one of them for the next season on a good team, I'd probably want Booker. But, like if you're playing fantasy for one year. Right, I'd take yeah. Booker. But Mitchell, I would take if I could have him for more than one year, for yeah, sure. Because I think the trio of like Mitchell, Simmons, and Tatum That's actually has like... The, are three of the young guys with the highest ceiling. And they so all like, were given the same rating on... Yeah, I thought that was 2K, cool. 2K, which I feel like... All had an 87. Be a little bit than him, 87. Yeah, I, like, so that was... I feel like Tatum and Mitchell should have both been an 85 or an 86. And I do... I also have noticed some stuff with the rookies this year. Um, don't you just 79. I think Aiton's an 80 or 79. That is a 78 or 9. People are like, the rookies are always way too high now. And I'm like, dude, these two these rookies did last year, like... Like... Given it was Donovan three Mitchell four, was but, the second best player, yeah. or first best player. It's kind of, I mean, that's kind of first scoring same. option. Yeah. Okay. First offensive option on a, a second, second round team. A second round yeah. contending team. Often does that happen? Simmons was a top like thirteen player in the league for the last twenty games of given, the regular season. He was given a because season Embiid home, was but, out, and so he kind of yeah. had that opportunity to just go crazy. And Tatum was the best player in the playoffs too. And t- there you go. Exactly. It's crazy man. Um, that's been a good podcast. It's been a long one. That's what you yep. said for sure. Buy or sell Nuggets rebrand. Sell. Don't say it. Go back to the powder blue. That was so good. Oh, good lord. The light light blue was so good. I would go black, light blue, and gold if I were the ones that Okay, actually, I actually... I don't like black. I don't like maroon. I don't like black with the light blue. Get the maroon out of here. Like, are you the cat? But is it that bad? Thank you for listening to the Dunk Basketball NBA. Okay, all right. Okay, (laughs) one more minute. Are we a fan of Nike's job so far with the the branding and the jerseys? Yeah. Oh, yeah. The first season was incredible. City jerseys were cool. Oh, yeah. I love... Okay, so I'm a jersey junkie, kind of. You guys think I am? Yeah, so I. I love that they had... Yeah, you are. I love that they had the consistency of each team having four different uniforms Mm -hmm. and the fact that every team had a white, uh, you know, another color... An alternate, mm. and then a uh, a city, and the city was great. And it is interesting how they're gonna have different city every year. Yeah, I don't that's because what I like don't... the Lakers. First of all, I like the Showtime stuff. We oh, yeah, uh, yeah, we yeah. talked about this because the Black Lakers one was so good last year. Oh, and plus those were only introduced like halfway through the season. Mm-hmm. So if they do that that's, every that's year, that's one thing I don't like. Yeah, that's a con for me. I feel like they should keep those for at least two or three years and just do them all over again. I can't yeah. buy them because they're always sold out. Right. And plus, you're only going to be a thing for one year. But in general, I like the Nike stuff. So yes, I don't. I don't like the whole iPhone craze of getting new jerseys every year. Personally, that's fair. But it's whatever. You know? If I buy a jersey, but, I want to keep it for three years. I think at least. But with Adidas, you were allowed to just have whatever jerseys you wanted. Like right. you could just throw out three. Like a team could just build whatever jersey they wanted, and I think that team control. Mm-hmm. I would. Um, uh, Tad Brown is the Rockets president, mm-hmm. the operating president's president, and he talked about how. They had some say in how they wanted the jerseys, but for the most part, it was all Nike. Whereas with Adidas, you basically can make your own jerseys. I think the team and I like that. More. The team should get to pick their own jerseys, but I do like everyone having the same four with the same four themes. I okay. do like that. Okay. And my one last quibble is I don't like white on the road. It's weird. I don't I mean, care either. if they're both color because you can combine lots of different colors. You can do red versus green, red versus blue. If we were used to it, it probably wouldn't be a problem. But True. all the other sports is. But is I do cool. like to watch it, and if I see white, I want you to be at home. Like yeah. when the Lakers, when the sorry, when the Warriors and Rockets played, mm-hmm. and the two home games, the Warriors wore white on the road, for the Rockets home games. Mm-hmm. They could have worn the yellow bay ones. Could have worn the black town ones. Yeah. Could have well, worn I the blue love ones. those yellow bay ones. You could have so done like blue the, versus red, right? The city ones. Yeah, me too. Yeah, those are cool. No, I said I don't like them. You oh, don't? you don't? I do They're, like them. No, I like the city, not the town. The town. Okay. Uh, yeah. I like them both. Okay. 
But anyway, I don't like white on the road. But in general, Nike, good job. Um, All right, for every uh, fashion topic and Nike subject, Uh I just think of synonyms. Come back to Spotify, where we are now, and Anchor and Google Pods. I want to cover that a little bit more in case anyone decided to listen this far. First of all, I'm sorry. (laughs) Jordan, we love you. Yeah, shout out to Jordan again. Second of all, um, so much time. (laughs) It's going to be a lot easier for us to upload now. We have awesome people at Anchor that really set us up. Shouts Anchor. Which they said everyone. Our Anchor men. We are part of them, so we are us. They set us up. We're on Spotify, Google, a bunch of other ones I've never heard of. I'll figure them out for next episode. Um, Not on SoundCloud anymore just because it's too... Too much stinking yeah. work to just get one episode up there. Follow us on Twitter at Seabreeze619 yep. and at LZYL23. Do you have Twitter, Nine? No. Nick? Follow NBA.Drawings on Instagram. Is that it? Uh, yeah. Yeah. Um, awesome. And uh, at that's NBA Polls 33 That's right. Follow them on Twitter. If you have a Twitter and you've gotten to the 124th. I'm excited Wait. to announce. Hopefully we'll be on iTunes Wait. by the next episode. <laughs> or by the next week of Hour recordings. 24. So, um, and Twitch will probably never come, but it'd be fun. So thanks for listening. Yep. Bye. See you next week.